0: Right, everybody man i'm actually really excited about this I- i've had to uh know this young man for a long time i feels like it's really been about a year but it feels like a lifetime i've got tyler van Hooven with the sdf here hanging out with us round of applause everybody <laughs> clap up everybody please stop the applause play hey, calm down don't get too loud over there before we jump into it though this is sponsored by public Node. If you don't know what Public Node is, it is a nonprofit organization led by you, the Stellar community, and its members working together to support the open and inclusive Stellar network. So if you haven't signed up, definitely hit to uh, publicnode.org and become a member. So, Tyler. How you doing today, man? Thank you for uh taking the time to spend some quality moments with me. How are you? I am doing fantastic.
1: It's quite surreal to be here. I feel like the tables have turned. But uh hey, I get to talk about myself. So
0: that's right. It was only what, maybe uh, the beginning of the year you were interviewing me. <laughs> that's right. You know, I remember first meeting you at Meridian, and I remember after we after we spoke, I, I called my cousin up and I said, That guy, Tyler, I just had a conversation with this guy, Tyler. I think he's going to be working with SDF and he's sharp. You came across as somebody that's extremely bright, passionate about the Stellar protocol. And that says a lot. And and honestly, I've had the opportunity to speak with so many different members of the SDF and it's almost like very similar characteristics. And so I'm happy that you're a member. Um, We're going to talk about all the great things that you've been working on because you are exactly the type of person that I thought you would be. You are. And I, I'm I'm not just blowing gas to you, man. I, I, the way that you've been attacking and being creative, uh, and we'll go into some of these things. That's the impression I got of you when I met you at Meridian. So uh, Tyler, I'm talking a lot about you as if they know you. Can we just start off and maybe you can share with the audience a little bit about your backgrounds prior to SDF?
1: Who are you? <laughs> yeah. So before SDF, I worked for a company called Baremetrics. I was their front end Engineer. They're a company that does business analytics. So, doing lots of graphs and charts and number crunching. Before that, I was a farmer. Uh, So, I spent a long number of years planting pumpkins and picking apples. Eventually, it became obvious I needed to do something that could actually get me out of my parents' basement. Mm -hmm. So, I taught myself how to program. Uh, A few months after that, I started a little company called Tiny Anvil. We did client work. One of my clients offered me a full time position, Baremetrics, and I worked with them for five years before taking the position at SDF. So it's been a wild past few years, but, uh, but here we are.
0: Wow. Wow. So it's it's good to know that you're a farmer because I posted this maybe a li- not too long ago, a couple months ago, I was starting a little garden in my backyard yes. and, um, I'm very, very sad to say that it's not going too well. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's, uh, I'm not too happy about it, but we can talk about it. Later. <laughs> so, <laughs> are hard. Like, that will be a things, It's not
1: math. Like, there's so many variables. You're growing something. Math and
0: yeah. crypto seems like it's easier. It is? okay. Well, that's that. That's exciting to know. Then I have a better future here. So, how, how did you first get introduced to blockchain?
1: Yeah, so being at Barometrics, we're a SaaS analytics company, so we deal with a lot of Stripe data, and Stripe was an early investor of the SDF. And so they put out some partner blog posts, and so I became familiar with Stellar at that point when they kind of were their genesis. Uh, They had a Facebook airdrop, I think, way way back. So that's when I first became familiar with really cryptocurrency in general, but also just the idea of Stellar and what it was trying to do. It seemed kind of cool. Didn't really give it a whole lot of thought at the time, but had some of the lumens tucked away. Was more following Bitcoin at the time, just because it was fascinating to me. And then a few years after that, uh, I was working on some budgeting software. I'm kind of a, I wouldn't say, say using the term serial entrepreneur is probably a little generous for me. Uh, I just have loads and loads of side projects I was working on. One of them was a personal budgeting application. It just became really obvious from trying to make money at that. I wanted to do like micropayments and find a way to charge people for the things they were actually using rather than bundling stuff up. Getting people to pay money to save money is unbelievably difficult. I don't know how YNAB does it. But I figured like this has always kind of been the case where I I think the problem is something that is probably not, but I still get fixated on that as a problem. And then I build some solution or some product to try and alleviate that pain, whether that's building a website or learning how to program or whatever it might be. And this one was, if I could find a way to charge my customers better, I could probably actually make money doing this thing. But trying to do microtransactions through Stripe wasn't going to work. And so I started exploring... Stellar, which uh, seemed like with a really low fees and high rate of speed and ability to do value transfer all over the globe, seemed like a really neat opportunity to do like this microtransaction thing. So I started exploring uh, the technology there and that kind of led me to the Stellar Build Challenge.
0: So your introduction to blockchain was almost at the same time with your introduction to Stellar Mm -hmm. and that led you to the the Build Challenge. Okay. Exactly. So what was your Build Challenge entry?
1: So my build challenge entry was called PopCoin, and it was a microtransaction API platform as a service, Hmm. where essentially you could create your own token and then have your users pay for that token, very similar to like cell phone minutes, where you would fill up your account with these tokens. And then through API calls, you could drain the balance. like Users would have 20 PopCoins, and then you could say, this API call on my service costs uh, one PopCoin or half a PopCoin or a tenth of a PopCoin or whatever and slowly drain the user's account. Or so if they're watching a video or uh, reading an article or listening to music or whatever your service was, it could very slowly drain the balance, but based directly off of the API usage. And then whenever the balance got below a certain amount, it would send the user an email to refill their PopCoin balance, whatever. So it's kind of a cool entry that allowed this microtransaction platform that I had needed back when I was doing my budgeting application But as happens often with serial entrepreneurship, you find, oh, I don't actually want to do that thing. I want to do this thing because I I entered that SPC and I won and kind of, I mean, at that point I'd fallen head over heels with this whole blockchain cryptocurrency thing. It was so incredibly fascinating to me. The community was so weird and nerdy (laughs) and passionate about some of the most boring stuff that I just loved. (laughs) Somehow
0: you made that sound very exciting. (laughs) It's.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, because you start talking about some of this stuff, you know, global consensus algorithms and everybody's eyes gloss over. But then there's that one person that's like, oh, really? <laughs> Tell me more. And like, okay, you just start diving in like you have this camaraderie with this person. I, I just loved it. It was so interesting and weird and fascinating. And so I just kept, I just kept going and we had more SPCs. I was entering different applications and services and the rest is history, I guess. But that was kind of my, my intro.
0: So, I mean, you know, you, you said that you were real, you know, through the Stellar build challenge, which ended up becoming the SCF as we know mm-hmm. it today. Can you think of something about the Stellar protocol itself? You know, because you said that you, you know, you looked at it and, you know, at a time you were into Bitcoin, what about Stellar made that shift to where this became your passion?
1: Yeah. I wish it was something fantastic. There was a build challenge. They were offering me money if I won and I'm like, well, that sounds great. I would love some money. Right. So I entered the SBC to win some money. Like the stuff that I was seeing wasn't, I mean, it's interesting. The the farming things, like, how do you get into farming and programming and, and what's the connection <laughs> there? There's a ton of them. And when I'm, I did a lot of farmer's markets and you're selling the same cucumbers that everybody else is selling. Why in the world is somebody going to buy my cucumbers? Well, it's, it's personality, it's character it's who we are as a person. And I was in these entries like, I feel like there's an opportunity here for me to stand out, for me to kind of stake my, my flag in the ground and say that I, I can do this. This is There's some improvements to be made here. There's something real to be built on this platform where it was kind of a lot of wallets and people rebuilding the same things over and over. And so I saw an opportunity to take advantage of a gap that I saw with like, this is amazing technology that's being really underutilized and the services that are being built on top of it. And sure enough, you build something that's unique and different and actually solves a real world problem and people kind of flock to it and identify that as something that like, oh, we should get behind this. This is cool. This is interesting. This is different. So a lot of those things that I learned back at farmers markets apply in how I build and design and ship things now. So, I mean, that was really what attracted me. I I was a little bit familiar with Ethereum. I didn't really look at it too seriously. It seemed like a lot of people were building on it already. And it was ex- it was kind of expensive even at the time it was a little bit expensive to get into and the idea of I, I want to develop in real time and test things in real time and having to wait five minutes even I think at the time was just like oh, that's that's going to be hard to test if I have to wait that long um, but five seconds that sounds a lot more appealing from a developer perspective so <laughs> uh, I think I'll give this a try and haven't looked back since.
0: How surprised are you because you know you said you mentioned when you first started working at Stellar is mainly wallets right today. You know, there's BitBon and CoinQuest and Light Mint. And are, are you genuinely surprised at what's being built on it today? And no, I'm
1: not, I'm not surprised at all. I'm, I am, I'm ecstatic that there is so like this is what Stellar was built for. Hmm. If there's anything that surprises me, it's why hasn't this been done before? Like, why haven't people recognized this is what it was designed for? Why isn't there more of this stuff being built on here? Because this isn't a, a build a wallet platform. This is build a business. This has changed the world software. It's time for companies like D and bit bond and realty bits. Like those companies should have been built a long time ago. And right. we're seeing success built on top of those and, and seeing some adoption from those platforms. Rightly. So it's, it's not surprising. Like this is what it was designed for. And to see the design working is like, well, yeah, that's, We saw a need where you saw a a gap in the the need for global economy and and opening access and connecting financial infrastructure. It takes time to convince people of those services and that they're valuable and possible. And you have to get people into agreement and like the human relationships has to find some consensus. But boy, once it does, Uh the software was handcrafted for this kind of success and this kind of use case. So no, it's, it's really, honestly, it's not that surprising. It's just thrilling to see it finally becoming what I always knew it could be like what it said it could be email for payments. Like, unless you really think about it, it, doesn't make a lot of sense, but once you see it happening right before your eyes, it's like, aha, this is what it was built for.
0: Yeah. You know, I started off by saying, you know, you were who I thought you were. And, and, uh, I use that sort of phrase that when I talk to people about stellar is, you know, I remember first reading about stellar, you know, and going through, I looked at all the different I was fascinated by blockchain, but when I started actually reading about it, capabilities, it's uh, it has been exciting to see that it's performing as it should. So how did you end up getting the the job with SDF? How did that progress?
1: Sure. So one of my entries was called Color Glyph, and it was a pixel glyph creation and trading game, tokenized assets and Zach, one of the guys who was a the community manager at the time and now has switched to marketing, he was a big color glypher he actually wasn't working at sdf at the time but we had a we had a twitter relationship we were going back and forth giving a lot of feedback telling me how color glyph could be better um so we were doing a lot of back and forth he's like i'm interviewing at this i'm actually interviewing at, at stellar and we'll see what happens and he ends up getting the job and then i don't know it was, it was months later obviously one year i think where a position opened up for an ecosystem evangelist and he's like you'd be perfect for this you should apply and so that Reference that he had through the relationship that had that we had built over cl- ColorGlyph paid its dividends to where I, I was able to get the referral into the into the position and get some FaceTime with Justin and others and it just ma- it made a lot of sense. I mean, I'm already I was so involved with the community and building things and evangelizing the ecosystem from a developer's perspective that it made a ton of sense from all fronts.
0: And shout out to Zach, by the way, man. Zach is awesome. He's an all star. You know, he really uh, is. He really is. <laughs> you know, it's understated. You know, he does a lot of work. Once again, real serious about the growth of Stellar. So, yeah, definitely shout out to him. And he definitely saw good talent in you. So once again, kind of shows his skill set. So what's your official job title now, man? Uh, the job title is Ecosystem Evangelist. Oh, that literally is that's, the title. That's that's, the that's, title. That's, I love it. I don't. I mean, no, I love it. I love it.
1: People ask me like, are you part of some sort of cult? I don't understand why you're an evangelist (laughs) of an ecosystem. Um,
0: I'm still honestly trying to figure
1: out a little bit of what exactly it is. But at the same time, I think I'm kind of in charge of defining what that is. The SDF does allow a lot of autonomy from the roles that you have because we're building a community um, more than we're Mm -hmm. like, we're not building a product. We're building a service or software that is used by developers and Entrepreneurs, so supporting that and and building for that and getting people on board with that is kind of a every member of the team is kind of in charge of well how what do you think it should be how do you think that should be accomplished in in the team that you're on so very much kind of free reigns to think big and have deeper conversations about how we expand and grow the ecosystem and support the people that are building on it so that's been that's been a lot of fun I think that I think the title does fit it's just kind of growing into it and, and recognizing kind of from where we've been to where we need to go as a, as a community and as a, as an ecosystem and even identifying like differences between the role of the SDF and the role of stellar, like what is the difference there, even the community versus the ecosystem and how those things overlap and the definitions there, they're not always black and white. They're not always aligned in the sand. You've got to identify kind of where do these things make sense to be different and to pursue different directions or to put out new proposals for supporting or encouraging growth in different areas.
0: It's got to be a fast paced world. You know, you've been really hard at work, uh, educating the community. Are all these ideas just creations out of your imaginations? I mean, you know, you've done a lot of really cool things. Or is there like a whole team that's kind of behind behind what you do?
1: I mean, as part of the serial entrepreneur, I've got a zillion ideas, but <laughs> I I learned pretty early on from just building all kinds of different products and services that ideas are kind of meaningless. Like, I want to say that carefully. Like, it's good to have a good idea, but unless you execute on it, unless you know how to market it, unless you have a team around right. you that can help you realign it. Like, I think of ideas like walking down a gravel road. I see every rock as something that could be the next big thing, but I need people around me that can say, no, that's a, that's a rock. Like, just put it down and move on. <laughs> and it's hard. Like, it's debilitating as a, as a serial entrepreneur to constantly have these ideas. Where you're like, this could be the next big thing. And what should I put my time into something that I've really learned since joining SDF is for everything you say yes to you're saying no to a million other things. Like I had big plans for this year to travel and speak at a lot of places. But if, if I had done that, I wouldn't have redesigned SDF. I wouldn't have built stellar. So like, there's a lot of value and there's a lot of good things that can come out of having to say no to things that like they were your plan all along and you would have done them. But for everything you say yes to, you're who knows what you're saying no to.
0: No, listen, man, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna pause you right there because I think what you said is very deep and and important for somebody to hear out there. For right? everything you say yes to, you're saying no to something else, right? That's what you're saying. That's I think that's that's perfect.
1: And it's so important because I mean, every day you're asking the question like, is what I'm doing valuable? Like, do I value what I'm doing? Is this the best use of my time? Because for every hour you spend doing something, who knows how many hours could have been spent doing something else. And were those, could those other things, those other things you would do be better? Uh, Maybe think about it. Because I I designed the SCF, that's huge for us. Having StellarQuest, I didn't even recognize what a big thing it would be, but it's been huge. And you have all these ideas and I have all these things I want to accomplish. But even like ending the podcast, like that was tough to do, but it made sense because people like yourself and Public Node will pick that up. And it makes more sense to be run from a community, as a community podcast. It makes sense to be run. And and by freeing up my time there, I can finish the SCF. I can literally build all of Stellar Quest or spend time on doing the Turing signing servers, the SEPX stuff with smart contracts on Stellar. Like those are big things that. I think, are valuable and need to be done. But delegating the responsibilities of things that need to be done or saying no to something good so you can say yes to something better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I think that's great. I think it's like it's, it is it is absolutely one thing that people tend to not grasp. So, you know, yeah, you mentioned you started off doing the uh, Stellar podcast, but you had the Stellar workshops, the engineering talks. Are we still going to have the engineering talks and workshops going from you?
1: Uh, I, did a, I did an engineering talk not too long ago. I think it was releasing... Stellar Quest, maybe I I did one not too too long ago. I mean, time is such a weird thing right now. (laughs) On the Turing signing servers, we've got Meridian coming up, so hopefully I'll be able to speak a little bit on a panel there somewhere, or maybe an engineering talk. But I'm I'm hoping to get into doing a little bit more educational stuff. But again, like you said, things move quick, and you have to identify again what's the best use of the limited resources that we have, the time that we have, and the brain space. Um, making sure we're accomplishing the things that have the greatest impact. And those, that, what that is seems to change you know, week by week.
0: It's not, you know, I learned one of my early mentors, being busy is not being successful. Work half the time and be effective and make so much more money. I, I remember I had, an, I had another uh, mentor. He said, you know the difference between making a million dollars and $10,000? Just zeros. You know, and, and it's, it's true, right? It's the same day, same time on earth, same age as you. But it just depends. One person took these steps, another person took those steps, and it led them down different paths. Now, you know, I, you said something earlier that I was, I think, uh, really summed up my passions about Stellar, right? It's that there's, Stellar is built for developers, and it's also built for entrepreneurs, right? And, and in my opinion, this year, you're really spearheaded two major projects that in my opinion, were extremely important. Let's first discuss the Stellar Community Fund. How did you get involved and and get it going? Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Sure, so SCF has its roots in the SBC, but
0: essentially it's the idea of
1: community funding. So taking SDF controlled funds, the, the lumens that we have mandated to give out to different initiatives, finding a way to give those out in a meaningful, impactful, high value way, And so the SBC kind of spearheaded or started that, and then SCF was a bit of a parallel, but also really a continuation on um, improving that process. And so I had competed in three or four SBCs, and then I competed in an SCF right before joining the SDF, and so had a pretty close tie to the good and the bad and what works and what doesn't in this idea of giving money away in public. It's incredibly hard to do effectively. And so the idea really early on was I, I want this to be designed better. Like depending on the you know, where lumens are, it can be a very valuable fund. And we need to make sure that we're identifying what do we want out of this fund? Like what kind of companies and individuals should be coming out of the other end of, of an SCF round, ultimately boiling down into a redesign um, of SCF. And we won't get in too much on what it used to be, but what it is now is basically two funds that run uh, every year where you've got the seed fund for larger enterprises that want to get started instead of whether it's implementing it into existing architecture that they already have or the proven entrepreneurs that are wanting to launch some new endeavor. That's a much larger dollar fund that runs twice a year. And then there's a smaller lab fund, which is kind of your hackathon experimental. I just want to get started and have some place to kind of justify spending the time learning stellar and building something interesting. And that runs four times a year, it's a little bit smaller pool. We've got that one ongoing right now. It's just about to end. The the community round of voting is going on. So these are community run where the communities participate in uh, obviously submitting projects. The community is participating in identifying which projects should make it to a final round. And then the community participates in voting. So the percentage weight of their vote uh, to allocate the actual prize pool to the projects which they feel deserve uh, the most support. And so it's, it's constantly trying to identify how can we build and design tools that give the community the most appropriate power to allocate funds to support the projects that they care about and the things that they care about, things they want to see exist or improved or continued, but otherwise, how are they going to do that? How are they going to see that those that, like that happens? So it's a great fund. It just has to be designed and supported well. And so that's really what we're trying to do through the SCF to support these larger initiatives as well as these more hackathon, experimental, but still relatively serious um, endeavors in in product development or education?
0: Man, that's great. I think that it's important. You know, I think especially in this day and age, we're in a world where, you know, the world is changing. And so there's there's a lot of new opportunities right now. And, you know, for everyone listening, definitely go check this out. You have an opportunity, If you have an idea, you got a concept, you can get some funding for it. And and that's and it's it's not going through a bank and having to supply you know a, a credit score check. No, you're being judged on your business idea, on your project idea. You know, which is a, a huge, huge opportunity. Um, and so, you know, once again, which so we're in the the final parts of the of which which round again?
1: It's the lab fund.
0: And it's our first our first round. So that's great. And then next year we can look to seeing the the first round of the seed funding. The seed fund.
1: Yep. So the first round of the seed fund. Seed funds have five million lumens being split between three to five projects. So we've got, already got these entries. entries are actually open. So you can submit your big seed fund idea. There's five million lumens that are going to be split between those projects. So that's big time money for projects that are really starting to look at. I want to. I really want to try my hand at building a, a viable business on top of stellar.
0: And this is for any big or small. It could be a major corporation, it could be a a startup for for this particular seed round, right? That's right.
1: Yep. Or anybody's able to to enter. We have a a panel of judges, community judges who will filter through all of the entries and come out with a list of the ones they feel are most viable and matching the the criteria of either the lab or the seed fund, but it's going to be it's going to be super interesting. I'm I'm very excited to see what comes out of the seed fund as it's our biggest pot that we've ever had for a community funding program.
0: Let's move on. So you got this new exciting project that it seems to get I mean I'm I'm seeing it on Discord and on Twitter. It's got the community buzzing. It's called Stellar Quest. Talk to us about Stellar Quest because that's that's the buzzword right now. Yeah, Stellar
1: Quest is an interesting uh interesting beast. We um so I had this idea a long time ago. Inspired by Twilio Quest, they're a SMS. I think they acquired SendGrid not too long ago, so they do email now. But it's essentially just communication APIs. And they have they have this project called Twilio Quest, where they, it's basically gamified education. I loved it; I thought it was great. And so I had this idea: like, what we need a we need a Stellar Quest. We need something where it's a gamified education platform. Because I I've got a lot of friends, particularly coming from a non crypto background in development, and kind of landing in here in an interesting trajectory. And this is true for so many crypto developers. Like we've got all these friends that we would love to like introduce to crypto, but we just like in our heart, we know they're scared. (laughs) They're not going to, they're not going to want to do this. They've heard scam stories like they're, they know what's up. They're not going to bite. But what if we had like, like, right, you're going to send them like this massive documentation or here's all landing pages. like cool, I guess. <laughs> they're not going to get involved. They're like, you have to find a way to incentivize them to give them a softer landing pad than API documentation. And so I've always had this idea of what if we gamified it? What if we had this middle ground between developer and like normie developer where it was a nice, soft, easy, incentivized platform that they could get involved with in a very Kind of low level, but ooh, this is fun and I gotta keep doing this kind of way. And so that was seller quest. So kind of building on top of what I had built with Color Glyph with tokens and creativity and community, trying to build a platform that would be that introduction where it's educational and it's not just here's stuff about the protocol, like not Coinbase earn. But uh, you're going to actually need to get in and perform some transactions. You're actually going to need to get in and build a transaction and submit it to the network and understand the differences between key pair, private keys and public keys. And what is a signature? You're actually going to need to get in at a bit of a developer technical level. And so we had this goal like, OK, we'll, we'll, we'll build this. Uh, I'm a full stock developer, so I built the whole thing in a month last month. And the idea was, let's see if we can get like 50 people to do this. 50 people would be pretty. Like that would be cool. <laughs> you have 50 people that had never really built right. on Stellar, never really been introed at a technical level. That'd be, that'd be sweet. So we launched the first challenge in kaboom. We just finished challenge four last night, and last time I looked, we had 800 people that have gone through it.
0: Wow, wow, that's impressive. So 50 was, 50 was, yeah, that'd be nice. And you're already at 800. I
1: mean, and it's like we've got this Discord. I build this Discord. I'm like, ah, people are gonna have trouble. People are gonna people are gonna struggle. We need like a. I can't do this on Twitter. Uh, whatever. I'll just make a Discord. I'll point people to this Discord. Mm-hmm. If they have problems, if they have bugs, I'll just hang out there and answer. You know, a couple of questions when people have them. I think we're getting close, maybe over 200. Yeah, we're over almost at 300 now. Members on our Discord that are like answering each other's questions. Like I, I don't even have to spend a whole lot of time on there because people are helping each other. It's it's
0: fantastic. It's it's that's beautiful to see.
1: It's incredible. Like I had no idea it would be it would become this so quickly, right? right. Like it's been 10, 11 days since I launched it. And it's it's kind of just becoming its own thing. It's so exciting to see the developers get involved, people that have never, never submitted a transaction, never cared about blockchain before. They've always kind of, you know, every developer is like I hear about this cryptocurrency thing. I should probably. Ah, well, nah, it's uh, not going to do it. But they know they should. They just like, what? Where do I get started? Like, I'm not going to read a white paper. Like, right? I want to understand it at a technical level. And I hear all this like, wind, moon, cryptocurrency speculation. Like, I don't. I don't. I just want to build technology. I want to. I want to create something. I want to understand it at its technical level. I, I know there are developers like this because they're all my friends. And so I build this thing and I say, Hey, now you can finally learn about this thing that I've told you about for ages that you haven't been willing to actually look into. And sure enough, they're all they're all doing it. They're all like, This is actually fantastic. This is amazing. I can't wait till the next challenge, even though it's gonna be 3 a.m. <laughs> when I do it. I'm pouring myself a cup of coffee and staying up because this is too exciting.
0: For people that are listening right now, it is the is challenge one still available? So could somebody you know hear this? go yep. to challenge one and where do they go to do it?
1: So quest.stellar.org is where you will get involved with our first series, um, and those will those will be open. There are so the badges. You have two prizes, right? So there's if you complete it quickly enough, you get XLM prizes, and for anybody who completes it, regardless, you'll get this tokenized collectible badge that our very own uh, our very own Zach created. oh, look, oh Zach the creator. Oh, <laughs> he's a he's a pixel wizard. There you go. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, and you'll always be able to win a badge um, regardless of when you complete the challenge. The excellent prizes, obviously, you'll need to be quick for those. But uh, the educational platform will always be there because again, it's really about the education and learning and getting involved and interested and introed into how Stellar works at a technical level. And then it just progresses. Like you just first, all you got to do is create an account. How hard can that be? And then all you got to do is make a payment. It's like this thing was made for payments. It's so easy. (laughs) And then the next one, you know, it gets a little bit harder. Like, okay, I got to add some data to my account. This is a little tricky, but I figured it out. And then I dropped challenge four on people. It's multi-sig and everybody's freaking out. But like, this is (laughs) is hard, but I like it. And you just have this like, uh, you know, you're slowly bringing them along the education train and they're getting smarter and applying themselves and reading through the documentation and I don't know. It's just that that process of learning that's so rewarding. When you finally click that submit button and it's green, and you're like, "Yes, I did it! I'm a genius!" Uh, um, that thing right. that really get like developers live for that kind of stuff. Of just banging their head against a wall for hours just because they know if I get the codes right, it turns green and I'm happy. And you just you know you just kind of encourage that and build that into the into the system so that there's uh there's community that's around that there's people encouraging each other around that it's just it's fantastic it's so much fun to watch and be a part of and really that again that developer group of people that are actually building projects and stuff and then transitioning into our meridian hackathon or moving into our Lab fund with the SCF, like now they know Stellar and they can t- take it to the next level. And we've got the the rest of the stepping stones, right, for you to continue to deepen your knowledge and get involved, get the support and the funding that you need. But it was that that first stepping stone that we were really missing. That I feel I feel like Stellar Quest has really filled very well, better than I ever could have hoped.
0: Now, see, so, so everyone listening right now, see, I can see him. I'm I'm visually seeing him here. He's excited, and I'm sure you can hear it in his voice. I mean, it's. The excitement that's coming out of Tyler is the same excitement that's really like starting to vibrate around the community. Tyler, what was your job title again? Ecosystem Evangelist. I, I got a feeling that you're doing it with this right here, man. For the you first know, time, like, like this I this is it. Podcast was great. I loved
1: it. SCF was, mm-hmm. you know, great. I feel like I'm getting closer. The Stellar Quest, it's like, mm, this is what my job title is. Like this is getting this is getting brand new developers who've never touched crypto before. In at the level, in at the code API level for the very first time. Like that's what I've wanted to do ever since. Ever since I discovered Stellar and had that moment for myself, right? Where you're like, oh, "This is incredible. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. This can do what? Whoa! That means. Right. That means. You know, and all the ideas start coming to your head. Let's just like bullet train. Being able to like figure out a way to gift that to somebody else. That's what I want to do. To be able to like give them the platform where they can they can get to that level themselves where now their mind is going off like that. Oh, it's, it's, right. it's incredible. Like that's what I live for. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I I, I would love to uh, see about uh, how can we get this into some of these schools? Yeah. Well, see, that's
1: the beautiful thing about Stellar Quest is it's built in series, right? This isn't just a, I mean, it is an evergreen like series one, but Hey, we'll have a series two. What's series two going to be? What challenges are you know, involved there? But then maybe beyond that, right. I would love to get this with other developer groups. So like you've got python communities you've got js communities you've got react developers like maybe we attach ourselves to those groups and we say hey does your community want to run a stellar quest series where we integrate your technology with our technology and we put those two things together oh uh, you 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 guys love python well let's let's tie python into uh, our python sdk at stellar and build something build some quest and challenge series around both of our technologies put together and really building these partnerships where existing communities that um, are already very passionate about the thing that they enjoy, just attaching Stellar onto that and really starting almost in the same way that we do with our like business partnerships,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where we connect the world's financial infrastructure, we connect the world's developer communities around, let's learn about Stellar. Let's Let's understand what's here at a deeper level, but not in an isolated, like I have to go learn this different thing. But I get to learn this additional thing, this thing that kind of gives my Python development superpowers where now I've got a a payment, uh, a payment API, like in my back pocket, I can whip out and like, you want me to move money? You want me to transfer value and use Python to do it? Like, watch me. That would be amazing. (laughs) I'd love to partner with those kinds of groups and to, to start to move this way outside of just crypto nerds and turn all of these developers into crypto nerds. Because it's, it's exciting and it's interesting and it's, it's fascinating and it empowers people and allows you to move kind of outside your own sphere that you're maybe sort of limited in and start to say, well, what if we look at potential opportunities far outside just where we are and start to build applications and services like I have an idea for something and now I've given you the tools like you've, you've learned the tools to be able to actually reach that idea rather than it just being an idea, right? That stone you see on the sidewalk. You can actually pick that up, and you've got the tools now to polish it into something that can change the world.
0: And what was your title again?
1: I'm an ecosystem evangelist. <laughs>
0: that's right. That's right. That's right. So, what what is the website for Stellar Quest? You said say it one more time for everybody. It is
1: quest q u e s t dot stellar dot org.
0: Yes, everybody, sign up. Tell your friends about it. Let's get it out there in the community because you know it's going to help. It helps all of us. It, it's it allows all of us to get our hands into it you know, and, and get it, get it dirty, man. I I love it. I love it. So if people are listening right now and they want to, you know, make sure they can follow you and, and get all the updates, what's the best way to track Tyler's updates? Because I, we got a feeling that we're, this isn't the last we're going to hear from Tyler. We're, we're going to follow you, man. Uh,
1: my most active account would be my Twitter. And that is T Y as in Tyler V D H as in Vanderhooven T Y V D H. Uh, is my Twitter handle, and that's where you're going to get most of the updates for me. Anything that I post that's interesting will make it to my Twitter at some point. So that's the best place. There's other other avenues you could find me in strange and wonderful places all over the internet, but that would be the best place if you're looking for the uh, the highest quality stream. Let's say.
0: <laughs> we'll talk more about that. Oh. All <laughs> <laughs> everybody, this is Tyler Van Hooven. Uh, man, I'm. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. This has been fun and in, in learning about your past, your farming to uh i guess farming communities with stellar quest so it's been a pleasure man thank you so much for your time absolutely thanks so much for having
1: me on